There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, everybody. Yeah. It is officially the week of Valentine's Day. Yeah. So my question to you all, what would you give your significant other in order for them to break up with you? Jamie, what a question. Oh man, I think I would get an edible thong that I would wear and then but I wouldn't wash down there and just put the edible thong that night and it would just be a Valentine's a night not to remember. Oh. Okay. Um, I think I already gave him the gift that made him want to break up with me. And uh, it was a uh, kit from Manscaped.com. Nice. I used code LOL20, which is still active, by the way. Got a nice discount on a beautiful kit that I think insulted him. And uh, do they sell edible tongs? Maybe. Okay. A lot lot of good stuff for you guys down there. Oh, man. I may use it for myself. At this point, <laughs> okay. Oh me, um, I will give her a custom. Uh, I will give my significant other a, a customized bronze medal for the best total, but it'll be third place. Wow! Uh, and then I will tell her the first and second were my exes. Frank. Well, I don't Who have a significant other, but when I did, what always uh, did it in for me was my password to my phone. Always got me in trouble. Uh. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo 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 Podcast, Podcast, that sounds like some another another place that you would also like. I would also be a resident (laughs) of that land. Well, the mayor. I would not be the mayor. (laughs) Maybe like a city councilwoman. Anyway, Podlandia. Podlandia. It's just the way you say it. It, You can mistake it for Podlandia. Podlandia. Okay, moving on. Mm. Anyway, I'm resident of Podlandia, Rachel La Loca. Hey, Rachel. Hi, I'm Michael Diaz. 
What's up? I'm Jay Ferns. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Welcome back. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Frank Nibbs. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank Nibbs. I'm doing swell. That's great. Guys. Yeah. Um, me and Rachel, I don't know. We usually do a show, and we have that after show glow. Right. So do, do you we see have it? it? Do I, we are have we glowing? I what do you guys think? Do you I definitely see it? see it. I'm a little sweaty. I'm like <laughs> yeah, should I shut off the light from my travel vlogger yeah. kid? Best I would, Christmas gift ever. Thanks, I would, Edgar. but Jamie, you're awkwardly like staring at me for yeah. the compliment. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I guess you have to glow. Okay, yeah. well, Wait, what are you saying? We're not glowing? I, I uh, he's confronting me, but he's staring at me, asking me if he has the gloves. I so. didn't put my moisturizer on today, so no, if I'm okay. not glowing, it's fine. Right. <laughs> but it's good. But we did have a great, successful show. Two shows in Two one shows night. One That's how we do. All right. One noche. One noche. Dos, <laughs> dos shows. <laughs> dos shows. <laughs> dos shows. <laughs> dos shows. Dos shows. And we got the stamina, baby. Yeah. Do we? Because Sunday, I didn't feel well. Yeah, Rachel's text Sunday was like, oh my God, that could, I went to sleep so late. I got a hangover. The kids are asking me questions out of nowhere. <laughs> Meshuggah <of> this. <laughs> Meshuggah that. They were home this week. It was kind of tough for me because before we talk about the show real quick, like both of them were were sick and I couldn't drop them off at my parents which is what I usually do because I know how I am the day after a room 28 show mind you yeah. I had three shows this weekend shout out to Scrapped best wow. of Scrapped definitely mm-hmm. it was a good time at the pit the night before so shout out to Dylan and Sarah but you know uh, Sunday I wasn't feeling good yeah. and I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck and so yeah it was kind of crazy up in the household and they were at, so I was curious because you said they were asking you a lot of questions were they just like curious that morning like what was going on curious fucking George's, my kids. <laughs> Mommy, For some reason, it was the day Mommy, of Mommy, where do babies questions. come from? It was, Mommy, why are you burping like a trucker? <laughs> Mommy, what the hangover? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, why are you hanging on the toilet like that all the time? Yeah, uh, literally, yeah. They Ma. kept asking me questions while I was on the toilet. Ma, I can't find Benjamin. He's missing. <laughs> yes, why do you want us to leave you the fuck alone? <laughs> you guys want to, how much longer do you need? Right, we're good, we're good, we're good. Ma, Ma, Papi, somewhere else, where is he? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> but, you know, I, it was like the purge, just with no murder and no, like, you know, oh, crime. That's a they great were allowed to metaphor. do whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh, trust On me. Sunday, there's crayon uh, everywhere. I'm still cleaning up. <laughs> I watched everything be dumped out of my refrigerator, oh, no. carrots on the floor. The dog was having a field day eating fucking yeah. fudge oh, my God, cookies. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, what is it with kids? Yo, you know what's so funny? Kids sense it. Kids know when the parents are not all there. Downtime. Like, yeah. Nah, that's what I know. If I have on Sundays, I'm bringing, I'm doing church. They're going to church. They're, they're, they're taking church classes after that. I know there's like little church school after that. And they, they, so I can have my Sunday mornings. Just but after a Room 28 show, tell me you weren't hurting. We got physical Saturday night at we the did. Triad Theater. Yep, yep, it yep. was two shows. Jamie is head writer. Mm. How do you mm. feel? Wow. I feel good. Um, you know, obviously the second show is always a little bit more amped up. The crowd is, you know, has alcohol in them and they're just a little more rowdier. Revving. Both shows are great, but the second show really, the roof was, you know, about to, you know, break off because the laughter was so loud. The foundation was shaking. The foundation was shaking and... A piece of brick fell and I was like, oh, well, no. calling my lawyer. Are you serious? Well, it's an old... No. Frank, you were there. <laughs> Frank, it's why are you asking? You were there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Fake news alert. <laughs> Fake news alert. Conspiracy. Fake news alert. He was not at the show, but like Frank 
always does. He was at the after party. Hey. Oh, no, Looking he, like he was at the no, show. No, 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 no. He took it another level that night. How so, Juan Bobby? Because he calls me and the show's still going, yo, yo, where you at? I'm like, I'm watching the show right now. So, like, he literally came after the last sketch. You should have came. Fronting. I, I, I actually heard the loud applause at the end. I was No, but Frank up. always I, does that. Frank, he's like, he always comes at the end of a show. Even the, the show we did uh, in, in uh, Dykeman, in uh, the wine bar. <laughs> and he's like, yo, no, nah, I heard I heard the laughs. Oh, yeah. I heard the laughs outside. I was he, like, what are you? He was outside hearing us freestyle with the band. Yo. Frank is Frank. Nah, it's cool. I heard I heard it was good. I heard it was good from the, I was outside and just like, just hanging out. Well, let's out. talk about the show, Head Writer, man. Yeah. You did a great job. Great yeah. sketches. Yeah, just to keep it short and sweet, it was, it was a, it, look, you want the show, sex, successful shows if the crowd loved it. You know, as a head writer, I'm always picky when I, with little things in here, and I'm like, oh, I want to cut this next time we do this sketch, blah, blah, blah. But, yo, I mean, I, we were, we were like, I felt like we, had, we hadn't performed in a while, and I felt like we got a little comedy mojo, some of our comedy mm. mojo back, because we thought we were going to be rusty, but... Wow. And, and um, we actually, I was impressed that we weren't really rusty. We just kind of just were... We've been doing this for a while. We did what we do. As Quambago said, I'm going to give one review that I heard as I exited the stage afterwards. You guys are seasoned sketch comedians. Mm. And I appreciate that comment so much, my friend. Listen, the experience Saturday night at the Triad was magical. It was moving. When we perform for our friends, family, fans, new ones and old, it's it's. It's jolting. It's great. Yeah. It's refreshing. It reminds us of why we're doing this. Mm. It's such gratification. I cannot really verbalize it better than this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really have to thank everybody who came out. I mean, it, we'd be here forever if we shouted everybody out. But like I said, you know, the fans are the fans and the fans are now the friends because you keep coming show after show. Jamie, you had so many fans there. There was a lot of fans of mine. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> there were no I mean um, actually though there was an interesting guest that was there um, first of all shout out to Marisol oh from yes. WPIX Marisol Castro from WPIX she brought her morning co-host mm-hmm. Dan Dana Marino Dan Manorino over here great last Dan name Dan Manorino yeah. great last name there's a little bit of beef what let's talk um, about a friendly it. beef though a friendly beef and there was also a mix up you know concerning like why the, the beef happened basically um, in one of our podcasts, when we were talking about us being on WPIX, somebody said Dan Marino kind of looked like a, uh, his style was like a robot, right. robot in a suit type thing. Right. It was meant as a compliment, I think. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't. He, Dan thought it was Mike that made the comment. It was right. Okay, was let me clear the up. air. Can I clear the air? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, people make mistakes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. First of all, is that not correct? I have to clear the air and say that it wasn't Juan Bagel right. that called Dan Dana Marino a fashion robot. Mm-hmm. I could have gotten killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Dan Dana Marino has it in him to hire an assassin to kill you. He's a or nice guy. Maybe he does. He's a nice guy. Maybe he does. I'm not sure. But. It was not Juan Bago who said the comment. It was Frank Nibs. Frank, 
the floor is yours. What did you mean by that? Or do you not want to talk about it? No, I definitely want to talk about it. I thought he looked so amazing with the production in the background and his I mean, he was sharp. His suit was so sharp. And he, he had turned that, on? He had that No, no. You're <laughs> rubbing your chest. He had that journalist look. You know, I, I that's what I tend to be one day. I want to be a journalist, you know? Oh, and wow. he reminded oh, yeah. me of a Max Headroom. You guys don't remember this guy. Of course I do, man. Millennials Google. Right. Yeah, he Millennials is not a porn name, okay? He just, scare just to get your Right. He had that fu- he had like a futuristic, Electronic. very sharp look. He's a pop eighties <laughs> icon. He'd be like, Max, headroom. I don't know if Dan was alive, but Dan, look at you know, look at Max and you'll understand when I made that comment and why. And it was out of love. It was out and it wasn't and it wasn't Mike. Because Mike doesn't need to get any more Instagram beefs. He has too many already. Yeah. Do you were you scared? Did you not leave your apartment this week? No, but I don't know if it was before or after. But when he saw me, he was about to push me down the stairs. He mentioned it on stage, and I'm like, "Yo, you got the wrong dude. It's Frank." So, well, okay, it, this is gonna continue until it comes to an end. We gotta bring him on the show. Yeah, we definitely. Think, yeah, we gotta bring him on because we definitely gotta we bring him. For, 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 for sure, sure. We want him on our side. That's a you good, know? Yeah. good Max Headroom. Or maybe we should go on Pix Eleven again and talk about it. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. dope. Right? Maybe he could do a fake news with me. That'd be crazy. Imagine that. That'd be a happy wow. ending, I think. Yeah. Keep rubbing your chest when you're talking about Dan. <laughs> Frank. It's cool. You know, you can have a man. All right. It's so, Man Crush Monday. All right. When so, we're filming this. it is time when for some Bochiche Pie. Finally, God. Hey. Wow. Only gonna last one week. Wow. There's a party up in here. Wow, we wow. What an intro. We just opened up this new theme song. Wow. wow. This is like Christmas morning. Um wow. shout out to Anthony Palmini. Right. Um, That's a great intro. He he I was like, I want something a little more bouncier. Cause the last one was cool, but it, it was a little bit like too like low key, you know. Like it was this like, is perfect for low riders. This is, the, the other West one's Coast. like after hours. This way, our number like, two market. Yeah. yeah. I'm really you yeah. heard them? This yeah. was like right, be- bite? right before a drive-by. Right before a drive-by. They yeah. give me that like, <laughs> No, you know, Jamie. We don't bite. want violence as a result okay, of your new segment yeah. intro. True, true that. Um, but congrats. It sounds great. Yeah. Thanks. I, I like it. It. Um, it gets me all pepped up. Mm-hmm. And which is great because I'm pepped up because the Oscars yeah. was this past weekend, yeah. y'all. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to have a little Oscar recap. All right. Um... I got like the 1930s version of this song. Hollywood, come here, sweetheart. You want to go to the Oscars? We went from the 80s in French Max. Hey, Sheen. Hey, Copper. You want to go to the Oscars? We got the best picture, see? Bring my game to the Oscars. All right, Humphrey. Um, Come here, light my cigar. So, uh, silent films, huh? So let's like recap. Sweetheart, you're the greatest. (laughs) It's the beginning of a beautiful friendship, Sheen. Guys. So let's start it out. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. won Best Actor for the Oscars is so white. Joaquin is a very like Dominican. Joaquin. No, it was. Well, first of all, check it out. He was born in Puerto Rico. Oh. He got a Dominican first name. And judging from his long and rambling acceptance speech, he loves that Colombian nose candy. Wow. Jamie, really? You're going there? But check it out. Look, Oscars so white that a white guy won for a role where he paints his face even more whider than he already is. (laughs) That's you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? 
I, and, and but I, you know, he he had this speech that just went on and on. I'm convinced that every shot of the Joker of him dancing was just Joaquin high as fuck. And the director, like, I guess we just we, let's just shoot this. I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, we're here. Um, so look, Joaquin wins and starts talking about everything but the movie, right? Right. You know, and um, he. This is what some of some of what he said. Um, totally out of context, but we feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow, and when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for her calf, and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. Hello, what is going on here? No leche, no Sounds leche. like Frank News right here. <laughs> Frank would say that. Yo, Frank had an earpiece. It was in his earpiece. Yo, Joaquin. <laughs> yo, let them know about what's going on with this milk shit. <laughs> My man, this guy just played a psychopathic murder, right? With who wears clown makeup, and you're making me feel guilty about drinking milk. <laughs> wow. wow, that's true. Facts. It's like so. I only had one thing to say up to that after I heard that. I what's was, that? Get the fuck out of here! I mean, oh. that was <laughs> spicy. It's intense. I think he's the Joker. Where were the jokes? You know? And where's Batman when you need him? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. He, we needed a bat signal and a wrap it up signal during this speech. <laughs> Oof. Ooh. So, anyways, enough about Joaquin. Just when you thought an acceptance speech couldn't get worse, all right? Yeah. Re Renee Zellweger. Oh. Renee, I don't know if I say that right. <laughs> it sounded good. It sounded, yeah. it sounded Renee good. Zellweger, she won Best Actress for Judy, which yeah. nobody saw. Um, I actually saw it yeah, last week. Did you enjoy it? She enjoyed it. She, oh, okay. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a future. That's a future uh, uh, Bago binging. He had to binge that movie. He had Got to get through it. it. He took one for the team. So this speech, Renee Zellweger. So it's first of all, it was longer than the Irishman. All right, this, wow. this is like a long. Oh, damn, the Irishman was like, three hours. <laughs> it felt like she was reading every page of Bridget Jones's diary. All right, damn. do you know? Does uh, anybody know Renee Zellweger's filmography? Damn. Sorry, Renee, you lost me at hello. Okay, Jerry wow. Maguire reference. Anyone? Uh, <laughs> one more. Jimmy! One Look, more, no, but not, not even one more. I'm going to give her props for this last thing because she and she was listing a bunch of heroes that inspired her and she shouted out in her speech, she name dropped Selena. Yeah, wow. she did. Selena Quintanilla. Am I, nice. I'm pronouncing that right? Interesting. Yeah. That's good. And, which is good. It's nice. It's nice. And it, it made everybody, remind everybody about her talent and also how J-Lo got snubbed for her role Ooh. this year in Hustlers. Hello. Wow. Let's word. not go there, Oscar So White. Hmm. Um... Other surprises, Eminem made a surprise performance at I the saw Oscars. That. Did you I see that, Rachel? That, yeah, he's back. I did not. <laughs> I've had two sick children. She was like, There was no Oscars. I'm gonna for DVR me. it. Mommy's still near the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he performed his lose your his his classic lose yourself. Lose yourself. Okay, why? Um <laughs> that was it's a, a classic movie song, yeah. I guess. Um <laughs> why? Um This is why I didn't watch it, by the way. Yeah, look, they couldn't even hire a black rapper. That's how white the Oscars is. Wow. You know? The closest thing they got was a white rapper who dyes his beard black. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. So at least they're, they're showing Rabbit some dyes his beard black. <laughs> Rabbit. Great. They're showing some diversity in facial hair, at yeah, least. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, and by the way, Eminem's beard looks still looks like somebody drew that shit on while he was asleep. <laughs> it doesn't look real. With a sharpie, with a sharpie like a college, like a, a college prank. prank. <laughs> Um, Let's put honey on his eyelids. I think he go black magic marker. I think he goes over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, look, there was a lot of presenters there who were acknowledging the lack of diversity, which mm -hmm. I think is brave. Wow. My question is, though, if you really want to make a statement to the Oscars about about the Oscars, how about not, not accepting an invite to the Oscars? True. Ooh. 
You can't protest and still accept a swag bag. I'm sorry. Facts. Listen, by the way, okay, this is a juicy tidbit. Yeah. My homegirl that I used to work with at People in Espanol magazine does the swag bags Ooh. for the Oscars, okay. for the Grammys. Nice. Shout out to um, Gifts by Rachel. She's out there in L.A. Are you talking in third person? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is that your business? That's her plug. <laughs> <laughs> She's plugging a lot to the show. Yeah. Damn, Rachel. Rachel got her yeah. marketing hat on. This is Rachel. Listeners, if you're interested, I can talk to my friend Rachel. It's uh, Rachel Honowitz. She's my Jewish sister out there in L.A. representing and doing all the swag bags <laughs> oh, for the big wow. red carpet events. And on her Instagram, which is, I think, Gifts by Rachel, she walks through all the swag. She shows everybody what's in the swag bag. That is dope. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. That is dope. Um, you learn a lot. Anything that you want, would want in your swag? Oh, yeah. She just showed the ones for, I guess, was it? Yeah, the Oscars. Yeah. There's like these new face masks that they get to sample. And you would think that like, I don't know, like some of the stuff was hoity-toity. Yeah. Like the newest headphones and stuff. But some of it was simple, like a new nail file and shit like that. Like the facial stuff, creams, even like over-the-counter brands that maybe everybody uses. Yeah. But like the newest Do-it-yourself Botox. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But, Take but the Oscars and, uh, but you know, look, Parasite won Best Picture, yeah. though. Parasite. Yeah, great, um, great movie. And that was actually a bright spot. Um, For me to see a movie in subtitles and enjoy it, yeah, it, Mike, it deserved it. Mike is not dyslexic, but he has <laughs> but, the tendencies. He has dyslexic tendencies. tendencies. Especially after like nine o'clock at night. No way, not yeah. making it. Oh man. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so that was a good, that was a happy ending, uh, best picture for happy um, ending, happy yeah, ending happy for ending. the Korean yeah, yeah. yep. film. That was yep. also, that's, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh wow, <laughs> that was wow. But um, Ching, perfect, Jamie. Hey, that wasn't intentional, my ass. Oh shit! <laughs> Final quick bite, quickie bite. Um, yo, New Jersey, <laughs> I got something, I got a beef with New Jersey. They're declaring themselves the pizza capital of the world. Oh no no no! no. Get the oh. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you not? I thought Chicago is. No, Maybe no, deep no, no, dish. No, no, no. That's a different style. No way, not the Yo, pizza New we Jersey, think about New, New Jersey. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. It's not right. All right. It's not right. Um, what do we have to do about this? I don't. Look, Jersey is, first of all, they got some decent beaches. They got nice malls. Yeah. And the they're malls. one of the few places that have a PF Chang's in the tri state area. Okay. But <laughs> stop trying to claim New York shit. True. All right. They try to claim the Statue of Liberty, that it was their property. They, they, they try to claim the Giants. Uh, oh, Ellis Island. The they try to claim Ellis Island. The, they like to call the Giants and Jets New Jersey Giants right, and right. Jets. Well, no, they, uh, no way. The, the, it's, it's, it's a bad example. And like Chicago been trying for years with their deep dish. It's not real. All right. So New Jersey needs to back up. Y'all got Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Snooky. But please, please get off the Big Apple's dick. The Sopranos dick. intro. The Sopranos intro. Get off that Big Apple's dick, but we're cool next time I go to Six Flags. That's the bites. Yeah. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. Hey, wow, Frank. Franklin. How we Hi, doing, Frank. everybody? Hey, Frank. Great. Hey. Splendid. Great, Splenda. guys. Today, I love this no, is the last time. It's the last time, Rachel. The last time of last what, time, Frank? Stop. Last what? Time, this is your last fake news? This is the last time oh. I mention one of these devices because oh, no. I'm tired and sick and tired of mentioning them. What devices are you talking about? Today, we're going to talk about smart meters. 
Okay. Oh, is that like the new way to pay for parking? No, Rachel. A meter. Like the meters that you have in your house. Like the meters that, you know, know what... Uh, Temperature? What, no. When the energy, when the electricity is coming in oh, your house. they measure the electricity. Oh, right. The conage. Right, the right, guy. Jamie, you well, heard... It's you gassy heard, apartment. You heard, you heard what you just said? Con? Con Edison? Oh, Con? shit. Okay. Oh, my So we're going to get into this, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to get into this. Oh, no. Guys, you see, you, see you, you, you said the right word, Jamie. Thank you. Listen, right now with these smart meters, they're, like, making them... High grading them. They're putting them even better. Like I spoke about the smart TVs. Yeah. I spoke about your smartphone mic and how it detects other things in your body and how you should not wear it any longer. And you're still wearing it. I'm really worried about you. Mike's phone got okay. Mike's phone got a higher IQ than him. That's right. This coming from an Android. Mr. Green, Mr. He's still Green. He's in wedding roast mode from the Room 28 show. Ah, yeah. He's still going to roast everybody. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So anyway, guys, these smart devices, they're getting, I mean, it's going on another level. Right now, if you have a, a, a smart meter, they don't have to go to your actual house and sh- cut off the electricity. They can actually do it from the actual uh, Con Edison remotely. Uh, okay, and these smart meters scary. could also communicate with your smart devices. Oh. And I went to Best Buy the other day. They have a smart refrigerator. Of course they yeah. do. And they have a smart stove. Oh. Yeah. And this is getting like really crazy. Like I, I'm really worried. Question: uh, Jamie owns a smart vibrator. Does it work with that, or it has to be plugged <laughs> in in the wall? Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm, do you just it, use it? They will know when you turn on that vibrator, oh, Jamie. No. Jamie, t- disconnect it. Maybe yeah. it's for her pleasure. Okay, so they're gonna know when That's you actually. Okay too. They're gonna know when you actually turn on these devices. What time you get home? What time you turn on the heat? Oh. What time you turn on the TV? Okay. Now the crazy thing, guys, the smart device, the smart meter also connects to the five G towers that I actually spoke about before. Okay. Five G towers, right. It acts as like a radiation thing and these things are very dangerous. So these 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 smart meters, people are putting like aluminum around them. Yeah. And they're putting like these EMF like, you know, blocks. Aluminum foil? Yes. They actually put aluminum foil Damn, because it's strong, right? Because it blocks the EMF uh, radiation that comes off of it, right? And I got something even better. I mean, they spread these chemtrails, and these chemtrails have smart dust in them that we actually breathe. <laughs> oh shit! Ooh, All right, which like is really I great, put right? In my right, right. It's Yo, called man. smart dust. <laughs> I gotta it's, call it's... my dealer. Yo, what's up with this smart dust? Here? <laughs> Can you uh, <laughs> lace it with some smart dust or roll it in Keith and smart Yo, dust? Yo, Frank, you mad intelligent? You be smoking that? Nah, nah, for yes, real, guys. I have. I mean, That's look. My IQ. Hey, listen. Prince spoke about this on Travis Smiley. You know, before he passed away, he spoke about chemtrails. So you guys should look into this. Yeah. This stuff, this stuff is like really. It's becoming like a. We're becoming transhumans. The smart dust is connecting with our phones and it's connecting with our laptops. And we're going to become like, you know, like artificially robots eventually. You know what I mean? It's going to take a little time. We're going to become robots? Right. Exactly. Well-dressed robots? Yeah. Listen to me. Oh, man. (laughs) The movie. Call back. Sorry, Dan Dan and Marino. We love you, man. Dan called in? No. It was a callback. A well-dressed robot, bro. Anyway, guys, you guys have to look into the smart meter stuff. It's huge. All look right. on IG, okay? IG, uh, you can hashtag uh, smart um, smart dust facts. Smart uh, dust facts? Yes. Wow. And a smart meter facts. I don't know if I want that in my Google. You have to. Google search. This is very important. Like in my building, for example, they replace like the meters in the basement. Now they're replacing them in the actual apartments. Wow. And these are really things that are very important. Like 
animals have died around them, like you know, like birds that have a nest around these meters, or oh, or a yeah. beehive that actually died. That's oh wait, how much... so maybe they're a good thing to have around. Hold on. Well, if you have a beehive and you don't want it around, you know, your house, maybe it works, or like a nest or whatever. But it's, it emits so much radiation that it actually kills. We need like, these, though, right? We it need... kills. It kills nature and what have you. So a lot of people don't, you know, they're not down with it. You we know what I mean? We can't have bees be extinct. They, right. They provide a lot of shit for. The right. World. And another thing is they could. Thanks, uh, James. From, <laughs> from the actual kind of they could this burn you. They could burn your house down, by the way. They just turn up the heat in the the, the meter, and the meter could burn, and it could actually burn your house. So I'm just letting you guys know. So we got to wrap our shit with foil is what you're saying. Yes, basically. And then what they say, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. There you go. That's Ah. the way to say it. So remember, guys, smart is dumb in this case. Oh, that's how you end it? Put that on a bumper sticker. Mind blown. Thank you very much for everybody. Yeah, Frank. Good job. All right, folks, uh, here we go to a commercial break. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. On The Real Daphne, how... How would you like me to introduce you on air? Because I can go on and on with credentials and she's a two-time Tony nominee. Like, what would you like me to say? How would you like what, me what? to introduce you? Do you mind if we had we play this sound effect? I guess you beat Yay! me to it. <laughs> Yo, are you kidding me? That's a fucking jam right Yo, there, son. The Jamie wants to do a remix. Daphne. You know, that's not a bad idea. I grew up with freestyle. That's the, that the fucking jam, well, son. I, I know that I have um, arrived because I have kids that are like, yeah, my mom used to dance to you. And, and it's like, wow, keeping it real. I'm just, you know, a Latina actor who... who who has done shit longer than a lot of other Latino actors, mm. but not as long as others. You know, I stand on the shoulders of many. So, but I, I yeah. I'm Let's just let it flow, man. We're, we're so honored and privileged to have you on the we're. podcast. We've been wanting to have you on the podcast for a while. You're amazing. Um, can, you, can you tell us a little bit about some of the things you've been working on? I have a show on the CW mm. called Katie Keen. Mm. And uh, in New York City, that's Channel 11. Mm-hmm. WPIX, which I, I remember we love. WPIX, right? That's like old school. To me. I know. So yeah. now they have all these. Uh, it's so so. Katie Keene is um, a spinoff of Riverdale, so it's part of the Archie verse, as it were, and um, it stars Lucy Hale, Johnny Beauchamp, Julia Chan, Ashley Murray, who was on Riverdale and played Josie. So Josie comes over to this 
show, Josie. Without the pussycats? No, nah, there's some pussycats okay. coming. Is that a spoiler? Yeah. That's not a spoiler? Um, Well, no, because no, <laughs> I'm not a writer. But, like, Josie... Josie she has to be with the pussycats eventually, or they got to visit her if she's right. not with them initially, right? Well, I mean, this is sort of like the, the, the origin story. Yeah. This is before the Pussycats. It kind of wow. kind of looks like a like a, a young Sex in the City type vibe. Absolutely, yeah. the clothes are fire, yeah. and um, yeah, exactly that. And to have New York in the backdrop, mm-hmm. and to have like Washington Heights in the background. So I mean, mm-hmm. Katie Keene is Lucy Hale, mm-hmm. right? So it's a story about her and her her friends. But in those stories, there's it's like a romantic fairy tale. Comic, comic. It's a comic book come to life with these sort of wonderful parables that mm-hmm. allow you to um, enjoy New York City as a backdrop and watch these wonderful clothes. And from what I've seen, it makes New York. This is like the nice New York. This is the New York postcard, right? You're not. Ooh. They're not showing you like the New York's. Like the rats the in the homeless, subway. Yeah, yeah. The homeless. No, this is like, oh, this is makes people want to come live in New York, these type of shows. Because mm. it just, it's like you said, fairy tale. And it's like Central Park and the, Central Park and the fall. Yeah, like the real, like the, the aspects of New York that people might forget once you, if you live here for so long and you kind of, uh, the you know. Th- also, yeah. yeah. It's without all the, the, the real drama. Mm-hmm. It like commits to being a comic book. Which is kind of appropriate. Yeah. And so to introduce, uh, you know, gay characters, drag characters, um, mixed, you know, racially mixed characters that sort of like go and unpack their stories. You know. And what's your character? African American characters. What do you play in the show? Like, who's your character? <laughs> like, that's so odd. that's so odd um i think you know i mean i think that it really tries to to um to illustrate diversity we'll see how far that goes i play jorge's mom nice and we own a bodega downstairs is there a cat is there a cat of course there's a bodega cat does the cat have a credit like a name i um I have to hold off on revealing more. Okay, about okay. That okay. Cat, that cat. I hope his name is Misu. Misu, yes. Misu. So is it Josie and the Bodega Cats? No? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is she a whole. She can't spoil it, Jamie. She can't spoil it. It's a whole spinoff, yet. right? You have there. to watch it, all right? That's a whole spinoff, but, ladies and gentlemen. By by Basina, uh, yeah. <laughs> <definitely>. Well, <laughs> Josie, maybe it's like Jose, yeah. Jose. Oh, Josue? Josue! <laughs> well, my son's name is Jorge, so maybe it's Jorge and the Bodega Cats. Nice. <gasps> there we go. Nice. It's the best spinoff and, idea and I've heard off. all just, night. Just to confirm, it's it's bachata music that they play, right? The band plays that, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of music, the Bodega always has bachata music on. Yeah. Um, speaking of music, there's a lot of music going on. There's a lot of singing. Oh. There's dancing. There's, it's a musical television show. How amazing is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like giving birth. It's mm. like there's a moment before the world knows about something and then the, wor- the moment after, and it's kind of different. And then it's like two days later, it's like, yeah, no, it isn't. The world's the same. I, don't, I have a question for you. Um, so being that you have projects that come out, how close 
uh, how how many people do you tell like stuff that you know like are not coming out like you have a show right do you have like a circle of people that you always tell like a cousin your kids wow, there's certain NDAs. people don't tell nobody no no yeah, there's but real, yo, that's there real. is NDAs yeah so that's a that's that's just a a, a non-starter. So right away, so even when you have a cousin like, mira, prima, tell me like about the show. You're like, look, there's a thing called in the end I can't tell you. Papi. Yo sé, bro. Especially, Still, especially esa prima te va a joder pal carajo. Oh, the prima. Do you know what I mean? The prima. It's going to be esa prima yep. that gets your ass like fucking Your cousin puts it out on Instagram and like, prima Daphne told me it's going to be a good show, yo. Mira, Archie and Jughead. I blocked her so she can't see this post, all right? <laughs> don't tell nobody, okay? Instagram audience, don't, don't tell nobody. Pique doesn't NDA, no diga nada, pero it doesn't matter, right? I'm telling you anyway. <laughs> That's what the ND says. Yeah, no diga. No diga nada. No, no, no diga algo. No, yeah, no diga algo. No diga algo. <laughs> Yo, speaking uh -huh. of which, speaking of which, New York and Washington Heights. Yes. There's a podcast that you were doing that's based in Washington Heights. Yes. Uh, a few episodes of it. It's the horror of Dolores Roach. It's Let's the get the full of name. Roach. Yeah, it yes. was based on a play called Empanada Loca, written by yeah. Aaron Mark, that we did at the Labyrinth Theater Company in 2015. Um, and we did a podcast on Gimlet Spotify, and so we're in our second season, and we're going to do a, a third season to wrap up that sort of um, juncture of it. And um, but Bloomhouse. Gimlet has has bought the television rights. Of oh, it. Wow, so it's um, amazing. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens with that. Um, at this point, I'm going to be um, definitely as a, as a consulting producer. The Loris is based on um, Sweeney Todd, so she would be the embodiment of an urban modern Sweeney Todd. Um, Bobby Cannavale was the sort of Mrs. Lovett, you know, counterpart to it in the podcast. And we had an incredible cast um, with everybody from, you know, Margaret Cho, Michael Yuri, you know, Vanessa Williams. It was an amazing first season that we did a second season too. So basically it's, you know, Dolores gets out of prison for, um, you know, 18 years selling weed that her boyfriend set her up and she doesn't know that. And um, she comes out and New York's different. It's gentrified. It's completely unrecognizable except for Empanada Loca, which is like the last holdout. Um, and, the you know, the landlord comes in and he, he wants to take it and she sort of accidentally on purpose kills him. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and the... The son of the guy who ran Empanada Loca, the man died. So the son, who doesn't know how to, you know, pardon the expression, make ends meet. Ooh. See what I did there? Whoa, we saw it. Got it. So he, wow. So we cut up the landlord and make empanadas out of him, and then business is really great. And then I get Yummy. into this really bad habit of accidentally killing people on purpose. And, <laughs> and you know, that doesn't end well. It never ends well when that happens and people start turning up into empanadas. So I blow up the place. Uh, I turn up the deep fryer, and I blow yeah. up the place, and I go underground. So, um, which wanted to like bring attention to how many people are out there on the street, 
you know, and that like when it gets cold, there's really nowhere to go sometimes but underground. You know, the only kind of people that live underground are the kind of people that like really just need to isolate more than anything. And so, yeah, so she does that. So season two is her living down there and trying to survive. Was that a challenge? Basically, this new, like this new form of storytelling, these audio podcasts, you're basically doing uh, like, you know, a show or a movie and it's just your voice. Yeah. Was that a new challenge for you or were you, is it something that you instantly just were like, you know, good at right away? You know what I mean? Or comfortable with? I'm comfortable with it. I love, I love telling stories that way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, probably feeling comfortable. It was a solo show. It was a one-person show. So you could just come into the studio like you don't have to be... A lot of people like doing voiceovers because you just come into the studio dressed yeah. all... Yeah, in your pajamas if you yeah. want and just be like, all right, I'm ready to act. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it's, um, and, 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 you know, when you have the headphones on and you're in that little like, zone, I mean, we underestimate the power of, of hearing. I mean, you know, if you're blind... It's tough. We, we emphasize vision, and vision is something, but it's really putting emphasis on, on appearance. And, like, if there were negative sound, you'd go fucking mad. <laughs> mm -hmm. You would go insane. If you heard nothing, there would be no, no compass, no up, down, mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's the, that's the thing about it. I think listening to the a couple of the episodes, you could you you draw more, you you feel more attached, yeah. and that's why podcasts, scripted podcasts, are such a boom because you take away visual and then you have to like visualize it within your mind. So that's why like that those scripted ones are are, are amazing. Yeah, there's it's, a sweet spot. Like yeah. if it's orchestrated well, and I think you know it's not just actors um, that we have really superlative actors, but it is. It's music. It's ambient sound. It's sound mixing. You know, I mean, that's a that's a crew of really really amazing people that um, can <laughs> can make it really great or you know or not. So I feel a little lucky about that because there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. Um, Daphne, one of the roles that you're most well known for was playing Mimi in Rent. Woo! Original cast on Broadway. Indeed. Could you share with us some of the memorable moments of that experience? I don't know. The first thing that just pops up is being with my now husband, and we were dating, and he seemed really exotic to me because he had a car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you know. It's amazing. <laughs> At the rehearsal, I'm out of here, guys. He's got a car, right? I got a ride. Got a car. Yes, a ride, right. girl. Have fun on the train, For real, ladies. though. All right. For real, It though. has heat, girl. <laughs> it got four wheels, y'all. Yo. You play music, facts. right? Okay, just facts. Facts. Um, no, but it got better. He actually... <laughs> <laughs> Call my ass right out. No, before that, it was like, you know, half my beef and broccoli is yours. You know what I mean? And like now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh my God. It's so funny. So, um, 
I know you wanted to hear something more like bochinchoso, verdad? Well, the Latina in me, yes. You know, like, give me something juicy, please. Daphne Rubin, Vega, DRV, DRV, DRV. I remember being backstage. Yeah. And just before going out, yeah. looking out, and we had already been on Broadway and like all this stuff. And, and I remember my brother um, saying to me, um, don't ever forget how hard you've worked for this. Mm. Um, and that, and I remember looking out and remembering that and thinking, I'm so fucking happy I'm not like a junkie stripper with AIDS in real life. Because it wasn't like that would have been extremely unlikely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... um it would have probably been more likely at that juncture. Um, I have never, ever said that, but I feel like I can say that here mm -hmm. and in this mm -hmm. environment because, because on the real, I was, you know, even, you know, to be, to be that person, I, I, I remember overlooking something. I think it's in some book or somewhere. Maybe we have the book, but it's like the... Um, the audition, you know, you're auditioning and they have like, you know, the, the, the notes that they take and someone wrote close to the bone. Oh. And I remember uh, thinking, yeah, well, yeah, I know what that is. But thinking like, I'm so glad that, and I don't mean it in a pejorative way, but that like, it is, I'm, the, what I really mean by saying that is that I'm so glad that I'm not dope sick. Mm -hmm. And, like, trying to, you know, not that, like, a junkie stripper with AIDS is so beneath me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to put a hat on a hat. <laughs> we love your honesty. Thank you for being so candid here, Daphne. But this is definitely the environment. This is tu casa. This is where we talk. I mean, it's all on the table. And, like, yeah, we're... we're comedians, but we're also Latinos living the experience. We got you know jokes. What we got jokes. I mean, Jamie's got jokes. He's our joke cannon, head writer of Room mm. 28, sketch comedy troupe. Jamie. I don't have any junkie stripper with AIDS jokes, though. That's oh, <laughs> is that not a genre? That's not my... Uh, wheelhouse? We, <laughs> we want to play a little game with you right now. Jamie, can you play that little thing that we have, some track? Maybe oh, you, and... You can play a track, and you can tell... And I'm way. a huge fanboy, right, just for yes. this song. So yeah. Rachel, you yeah, let Rachel. us know what the song is. All right, hit it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Three guesses. You have three guesses. You gotta let us know what the name of this track is. It's called Yo No Sé. Yes. Classic. Yo, this was the motherfucking jam. That wasn't all of my freestyle mixes. It is. What am I saying? Was it still is? It's in all my all my Spotify freestyle. But even though I listen to it now, my my best of freestyle is on there. I remember when um we got on the Hot Dance 100. Like, I remember that was, like, best day. And then all of a sudden it went from, like, then I'm, it, it was, um, we were in Queens, like, right underneath the thing. We were, like, doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and we had, you know, our signature was, like, underwear and different colored long gloves. Oh. So I was green. Oh. <laughs> Wait, why green? 
Because um, because pink and blue were taken. Okay, that's uh, good. Oh, here's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I like green. Green was like, it looked good. Good, of course. Who like came it. up with the, the group name, pa- Pajama Party? Um, or did you just, fi- were you in a pajama party with each other? We're like, we should call our group this. No, oh, we good. used to have all kinds of lies on deck to like, you know. Yeah. How did you meet? Well, we... We all walked dogs together in Central Park and <laughs> accidentally, you know, bumped into each other. Um, Jim Klein and Peggy Senders were the producers and writers of the music. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they, they didn't look the part, so they employed young women to, to do their handiwork. Nice. Mm. And Jennifer McQuilkin, um, the singer of, of Yo No Se, um, had a great voice. And it was like she just came out of the gate, you know, like on on 10, that song. And, and that dee 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 that sample was like, it stuck. So, so yeah. Were you out there performing a lot in that era? Yeah. Teen clubs were the most dangerous. Teen, teen clubs? clubs? Teen clubs in teen? the Bronx. Sis. What was going on? Guns. Mm. And a lot of violence. Rachel, you know, in the Bronx, like even like Skate Key. Have you ever heard of Skate what? Key? I've heard of Skate Key. That was like, it was a roller skating nervous. place, but yo, shit went down no, man. there, man. I've been, I've been in, I've been, yeah, there was a place called Laces, and I remember hearing pop, 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 and it was like, hit the deck. What? And like, you got, you know, roller skating with your two coats. Oh, my and like, God. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah, easy girl. to get away when you're on skates. Like, like, girl, with no, 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 no. Straight up, you don't want to get away while you're on skates. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pop, pop, pop. You just fucking hit the deck, man. Uh, yeah. You hit the deck. Wow. wow. You hear pops, you go low, man. And the cops ask you questions after, you're like, you're no sé. <laughs> No, oh, I was more oh. like. Oh my god, definitely. Oh, well, wow. we were talking a little before the show, just like incorporating Spanish into music and representing. It was so. I hate the term ahead of its time because you know everybody was talking Spanish, but like it's <laughs> talking it, Spanish. I mean, you know, we're talking, and maybe, but like for me to hear it in a song that was played everywhere was dope too. You know, it even was if it was yo no sé, diablo, pero mujer, there was like nothing. That's right. It was a barren wasteland of nada. And now, okay, let's discuss the role in the Heights. I can't wait to see this film. With man. Mark mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We saw you at the premiere of the trailer mm-hmm. at That's that event right. at eight oh nine. How insane was that? It was emotional wow. too. When they we the I was crying. Like, oh, yeah, that was the first oh, time. God. Anybody has saw the trailer, and we were like, oh, this is a reality now. We're seeing it on the big screen. It's crazy. How did yeah. it feel? You tell me. I grew Ooh. up in the Heights. Any of you. I grew up in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Two blocks from 809 Lounge. Where uh-huh. that was, so it was, it was had goosebumps. It was, it <sighs> was like, exactly I don't think I've ever felt that watching a, a, a movie trailer before. Maybe like Star Wars Phantom Menace when they came back after all that time. <laughs> or Showgirls. 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 Phantom Menace yeah. in the Heights. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That feels, that feels good. <laughs> Who rep hard here in the Heights? I mean, for me, I'm half Dominican and my tias were all in the Heights. So my whole childhood was spent here quite frequently because I'm the youngest of three with my mom. And, you know, 
repping 193rd in St. Nicholas every yeah. Christmas. My tia lived on 207. I had somebody on Seaman. Somebody, I mean, they're all still up there, but now they're scattered further uptown and in the Bronx. But for me, I knew the heights when my mother would be like, go to the bodega and come right the fuck back. <laughs> Do not talk to anybody. No hanging on the corner with your cousin. If you see your tío, just be like, hi, tío, and come right back. You know, because tío was out there hustling. Oh. You know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, this was all an experience, wow. but I can't wait to see yes. the film. And we all have a connection. I think it's fair to say in this room to Washington Heights. Bago, I'll kick it to you. You certainly have a connection. Well, he had tears in his eyes. I was next to him. <laughs> he was hysterical crying. He was hysterical. I love it. He had to blow his nose. Well, no. The, the also, the, I, I saw um, when it opened up in 2007 off Broadway. Then I saw on Broadway. Same. So. Okay. For me to see it now in film form and obviously having like 18 years of my life in Washington Heights and for the world to see it, not just if you didn't get to experience it, watching it off and on Broadway, it's it's beautiful. And I think it's going to be such an impactful film this summer. So that's, it's sort of part of like, oh my God. And then just foreseeing how it's going to be impactful and how beautiful the trailer was. Yeah. yeah like you get emotional. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like how... How a Korean feels today mm -hmm. after Parasite. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my God, there I am. Yeah. That's, yes. Score. Yeah. Yes. Big time. One for us. Yes. This is a big one for us. I want to throw back a little bit. Can I throw it back? Yeah. I want to talk about when we first, first met. Let's see. Let's play a real game. Do oh, no. you remember no. Daphne Rubin Vega? Okay, <laughs> Room 28, our sketch comedy troupe, is part of Mas Mejor. Mas Mejor. Si. Yes, I do remember. Anyway. Was that the first time? That was the first time. So we went to the party at the SNL experience. Remember when it was a pop-up? Um, where was it? Was it Times Square? I think it was the Times Square area. Yeah, Midtown. Yeah. And we were going through the SNL experience, and I told Ariana, I was like, oh, that's Stephanie Rubin Vega. <laughs> and she was like, oh, shit, you're right. And then we had to say something to you. Yeah. We approached you, and you were so, so welcoming, so I nice. That. We had such a nice yeah. conversation. Yeah, and we we didn't have the podcast back then, but I came I came totally stag, and I was like, I get out with these girls for a minute. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, we walked through the SNL experience together. Right, we had there was like it was the first time there was a interactive phone thingy like display yeah i'm like we did like the a qr code right. and the the, the the outfits it was really remarkable we had a great conversation on the wayne's world set um <laughs> <laughs> well daphne i just I can remember that <laughs> very specific so that was girl. specific <laughs> and somebody was supposed to host that didn't show up oh yeah wait who Yes, we get something juicy. Uh, no. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it, Daphne? You should remain nameless. Oh, uh, damn my it. son is a huge fan. Oh, Daphne, oh we God. love you. Please, I'm one time fast. for legendary Daphne Rubin. Woo! It doesn't get any better than this, you guys. It doesn't. It doesn't get any better. That was awesome. And just to, play, just to play, just to play her off. Come on. Jimmy wants to do a remix. Don't know that. Don't know that. I can't tell people. So, 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 so
So fucking party when that shit comes on. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. you guys it's time for the fuchila freshener sponsored <laughs> que lo que segment it is lit back here i'm reporting live from the latinos out loud podcast daphne ruben vega just sang an excerpt of yo no se oh, it was unbelievable oh, she's still oh, singing oh. ladies and gentlemen she's still oh my singing. god i'm still We're in not the early 90s her either Whoa. <laughs> this has been the best night of my life listen this is the que lo que segment so daphne ruben vega que lo que Hey, yo, 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 what's up? It's Daphne Ruben Vega. And que lo que, you can listen to The Horror of Dolores Roach. It's an urban Sweeney Todd, but like funny and gruesome. And it's on Gimlet, Spotify. And you can at me at, at Daphne Ruben Vega. And check out Katie Keene on the CW Thursdays at 8 o'clock. And... June 26, 2020. Oh, shit. History will be made. That's it right there. In the heights. It's going to be a phenomenon. Yeah. It's going to be insane. It's going to change the way we raise our children. <laughs> yes. Those are my expectations. That's I'm it. sorry. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Michael Oke is Room 28 is going to be performing at this year's Toronto Sketch Fest. Um, the, the, the whole festival is March 4th to the 15th, but we are performing uh, two nights, actually, March 6th and 7th. So if you're in Toronto on March 6th and 7th, check us out, 7 p.m., um, 945 Bloor Street, spelled like floor, Bloor Street, uh, West. Uh, Toronto has some weird weird addresses the w is at the end it's just like but 944 945 bloor street west um and for tickets and other info go to www.torontosketchfest.com look for the room 28 show we bring in it we go in we go and cross the border not to mexico but the other border toronto Canada. So um, it should be fun, y'all. So um, And go to my Instagram, Jay Ferns. Jay Ferns at Instagram, J underscore Ferns Twitter. All right, uh, guys, I want to give a shout out to three young ladies that I met this past weekend. The first one was at uh, the Room 28 after party. Uh, Jamie's wifey introduced me to a young lady that listens to our podcast. Her name is Claire. C-L-A-I-R-E. Uh, on Instagram, C-L-A... I-R-E-M 328. The next young lady I met was on Sunday at an event uh, in uh, Washington Heights, and she heard my voice. Her name is Melissa Gonzalez on IG, M-E-L-I-G-O-N-Z-A-L-13. And I believe this is her sister. Her name is Gracie Gonzalez on IG, Gracie Gonzalez 24. Thank you for uh, reaching out to me. Uh, thank you so much. I love when people just hear my voice out of nowhere and just like, yo, Frank from Latinos out now. So thank you very much, young ladies. Thank you. All right, I'll go. First of all, what's up to our favorite Latino gang, Yero.com. That's double com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they got the lowdown on Latino Hub, where new Latino filmmakers are networking to get their stories on screen. Check it out at Yero.com. Okay. 
I have a show coming up. Dun, 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 dun. Hilarious is back. Yes, it is. Hilarious back and new location. Are you guys, do you want to know the new location? Yeah. Are you interested? Mm-hmm. Frank yeah. is the only one. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, Jamie. Oh, good one. Yeah, their mics aren't on. Good excuse. It could pick up background noise, you know. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> You want to know what it is? I'm going to tell you. We're moving to the People's Improv Theater, people. We're going to the pit. Yeah, not the one under your arm. We're going to the pit, baby. We're going to the People's Improv Theater. That's on 24th between Lexington and Park. It's going to be so lit. That's all I can say about it right now. But it's going to be on April 18th. Tickets are on sale. So go to thepit-nyc.com. Support the ladies. The Bill Crazy. The Bill Crazy. The lineup insanity. The preparation going into it this time. We got a committee. Thank you to our new artistic director, Haley Raphael. Our new head writer, Laura Canty Samuel. Our costume and stage designer, Carmen Mendoza. And then our assistants, Yaya and Black Rose. That is the hilarious committee that is going to guide this brand to where I know it's going to go. And I'm so appreciative of these women. Deadass. So check it out, thepit-nyc.com. What a great episode, you guys. Wonderful interview. Shout out to Daphne Rubin Vega. I mean, come on, man. Two-time Tony-nominated Daphne Rubin Vega was in the building. That is a lot to swallow. Um, All right. Thank you guys for listening. Continue to subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mailman. I mean, while they're on their route, they could listen to the Latinos Out Loud podcast and maybe feel a little bit better about delivering the mail. You know what I'm saying? And maybe get get the mail on time to people's houses. Listen to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you so much. On that note, we out. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda Vaina! Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. ¡Tremenda Vaina! There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. London Stock Exchange Group is here to be your essential global markets infrastructure and data partner, where open isn't just a platform, but a philosophy, giving you the freedom to make your mark in the world. LSEC, open makes more possible.